All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the ninth episode of the Who Asked podcast. Notice we're still in the same area. We're going to run two of these back-to-back this time with another power lifter on. All right. Can't say he's a good friend. I don't know him that well yet, but I'm, I'm glad to meet him. We're about to get to Sean know. Mills, a.k.a. Weez. Appreciate you having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you showing out, man. Appreciate mm-hmm. you showing out on such short notice as well. Course. so you you wear a lot of hats like it's safe to say you wear a lot of hats you know mm-hmm. you're an athlete you do a lot of clothing brand stuff with the better brand obviously mm-hmm. and then recently you started making your own line of performance gear with stiff sleeve co got mm-hmm. those out on the table for you guys so like how's it like you know juggling all that and, and then social media on top of that as well which is a whole other thing it's hard to be an athlete and do the social media with mm-hmm. it so, like, what's it like, you know, juggling all that, man? Um, well, when it comes to uh, juggling everything, I don't know. I mean, it, to me, I don't know if it sounds bad, but it's just kind of, like, natural to me. Mm. Okay. In the sense where, um, I mean, I've always kind of, like, just done a bunch of different things in my entire life pertaining to um, different interests or hobbies or just uh anything really kind of whatever i wanted to do you know i never really stopped what i was currently doing or i I never really let what i was currently doing stop or uh interfere with anything that i wanted to do you know what i mean so that's why i mean i don't know i have like a lot of people just know me as a power lifter um but they don't necessarily know that i take interest in like all these other things like yeah. i like so many different kinds of music i like fashion uh i like just art in general um i just like i like building things up from the ground yeah. up yeah and just kind of like seeing where i can take things mm-hmm. you know what i mean because like i kind of view it as like a challenge to myself as to like why not you know yeah, why not facts. try to do this yeah are you capable of doing something like where can i take this you know something like that yeah yeah, yeah like Absolutely. uh i don't I have a lot of goals for 2024 um, now that, like, I have a bit more time to put towards um, my own ventures and my my own interests. Yeah, I've seen that um, in your bio on Instagram, that other Instagram account. It says, like, coming 2024. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You got so, coming. Yeah. So um, I'm actually in the process of starting a clothing brand right mm-hmm. now. Sweet. I was just and, about to um, ask that. It's the, the brand is going to be called – I actually haven't, like, spoken on this – publicly at all yet but um the brand's going to be called worker okay and um it's going to be like a mixture of lifestyle and performance and kind of athleisure clothing Mm -hmm. that is kind of like dark and monochromatic so it's kind of easier for people to get behind it's going to be kind of like baggier oversized imagine kind of what like people would be wearing and like kind of like a rundown dystopian society where it's kind of like low profile gritty functional kind yeah. of all of that okay that's yeah. kind of the vision for it which okay. is kind of what you got on right now you know baggy hoodie hood yeah, yeah. Exactly incognito that. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah yeah, yeah i mean honestly like these past couple months um well i would say since like august leading into um october was probably a period that was like the diff the most difficult point in my life that I ever like uh, came across where um, I was struggling a lot with not only my physical health with some stuff that I was dealing with, but then also um, mental health. You know, I think that's something that's not really talked about a lot as men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And um, a lot of things with like relationships and people and, uh just like some career related stuff you know where things kind of took uh, a left-hand turn Mm -hmm. and um it was kind of just like a lot hitting me at once so i really kind of had to uh like dig myself out of out of like a ditch yeah Yeah. bounce back and and through that i kind of uh because you know like better it's very like colorful and loud and yes, you know very, there's just very. a lot very loud and flashy and there's a lot going on but um these past couple months I've kind of like made a return to who I feel like I really am mm-hmm. and Absolutely. uh the the way that like kind of the way that I dress or the way that I express myself mm-hmm. is kind of more me being like true to myself and who I really am and what I want to do and 
kind of just the way that I want to portray myself. Really so. just express yourself through your clothes. Exactly yeah. that, yeah. I, I, I see the, I express myself through like my clothing, my social media, just the style of posting, like yeah. what I wear, what I'm, what I'm listening to, the music, kind Absolutely. of like everything from the ground up. I kind of like make that my brand. Absolutely. And um, because I, I feel like when you're really trying to build a brand, it's, everything's supposed to kind of be synonymous and like go together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, it all has to make sense. So, yeah, I mean, I just feel like these last couple months since like October has been a, like a very transformative arc for me as an individual. And, um, I think I've done a bit to like kind of convey that through my social media. Cause I mean, like obviously like you guys know that there's like been a change, but I think other people are starting to kind of see that like things are kind of changing from, the way that they used to be. Uh, mm. And I'm kind of, I'm trying to kind of like go through, it's kind of like describing like the next arc of my journey, yeah, yeah, more so to speak. Absolutely. Which, um, now, now that you say that, um, is that why you took the approach with the, um, the unreleased design of the, I don't know if it's coming out or not, but that, uh, that better performance singlet, it's all black and it's got the white, white branding on the leg cuffs. Yeah. Like the white lettering. Is that like the approach you want to take with that? Something just darker that fits you more? Is that was that was the goal there with that? So um, with that sample specifically, um, do you have any better brand singlets? Absolutely. I okay. just ordered the Miami and the Black Mama because they re-released. Because right. I, I wasn't powerlifting when they first initially released. But I have the, mm -hmm. I have the bread and the panda. So... Uh, better before i got there they i mean i helped uh come up with they essentially they had the cut of that singlet already okay. i helped on uh finding like a better spandex material that had just a different fabric composition mm -hmm. to allow for sublimation to for so that we can put those specific designs on there okay um but ever since we dropped the bread and panda singlets as well as the miami vice mm -hmm. i wanted to make the singlet better yeah and mm -hmm. with trying to make the singlet better um i've been ever since like january of 2022 or 2023 i've been taking a lot of time to work with different manufacturers and um just like different people to find like a more supportive fabric composition a composition of the fabric mm -hmm. so that like you essentially feel better in the singlet you okay. know mm -hmm. so that all black singlet that you saw me wear was just a sample from another manufacturer that just had a different uh cotton blend it was like a cotton and then a nylon and then like a polyester base rather than just a pure spandex base so there was i mean that that singlet's never going to come out it was oh, really damn. just uh for like designing purposes and testing mm -hmm. purposes, testing the material more yeah. so than the actual design of the Ex exactly that because it's really it just it just has like the basic better branding across the front yeah. of it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not a. Uh, it was like nothing too too crazy. I thought the straps looked like a little skinnier on the shoulders. Is they that are. like the case? Okay, they I are. thought I did notice that they looked a little bit skinnier on the yeah, shoulders. Yeah, they're they're changed for sure. I mean, even that sample wasn't perfect. You know, there's definitely things that I would have needed to change about that silhouette specifically. But uh, that's just like not really where my priorities are right now. Right. So with when I wanted to know, like, when you are, are the stiff sleeves going to become an extension of the brand that you now want to create with Worker? Or are they going to be their own thing, remain their own thing, their own private? They're going to they're going to be their own thing. OK. In the sense where um, the reason why I created stiff sleeve, the stiff sleeve company is to kind of like troll the industry in the yeah. sense where yeah. um, I just want to be someone, I mean, I don't know. I, I like to, I like to shake shit up and I like to challenge the status quo. Yeah. And I like to tear down walls. Yeah. You definitely like achieved that by releasing those at the price you did. Right. Yeah. Like show, basically showing the industry, hey, I can make a stiff fucking sleeve. Yeah. And I can do it at half the price that you do it. And that's what I'm saying, because we're in an industry where there's a lot of very money-hungry individuals who care about charging as much as they can. I agree. The bottom line, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I respect that. Like, go ahead and get your bag. But, yeah. I mean, that's not something that really I, I stand for, me personally, you know, because yeah. 
who the fuck wants to be paying 130 to 150 dollars for a pair of knee sleeves there's no need for that so i mean yeah you guys' equipment is like way more expensive than like basketball like just with these specifically like with stiff sleeve you know um and i've like talked about this a bit on my youtube and whatnot but all these companies whether it be pioneer and ghost a7 um enzer enzer well, so Inzer came out with their OG sleeve is actually made somewhere else, but they came out with like this tubular, like straight down cone version. Mm-hmm. That and then all the other companies I listed, Village Hidden and Iron, all their stiff sleeves. And if you, I'm I'm sure if you look at the bag, the bags look very similar. It's because they're all made by the by same. the same manufacturer. Yeah, because I didn't notice. Yeah, I did so notice. Like it's, it's very, different. I, I bought a pair of the Enzer ones, and it's like same same type of bag. Yeah, it's the same shit. Like same people, they just charge a different amount for the branding on the front and maybe a couple colors, whatever. But like, it's really you know, it, it's more than just like the sleeve itself. It's more so just like the concept as like, you know, there's more people getting into the sport. We don't need to be doing all this charging like ridiculous prices for equipment. You yeah. know, because so, it's like, expensive to get it is. the stuff that you need now. It is. It's yeah. very expensive, and especially like in today's economy where uh, inflation is like sky high, yeah. Yeah. and the cost of living is much less affordable to the average American. You know, I feel like it was the perfect time to introduce something like stiff sleeves. Yeah. So it doesn't just stop at the knee sleeves. You know, I mean, I haven't restock coming of the black sleeves, but I have uh, more colors coming. I have more products coming that are the same quality as everything else that you see. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But for Different a variation. fraction of the price. Yeah, which is like just. Blew, blew my mind to see it like honestly and then like um they sold out so fast <laughs> like under 20 minutes everything was gone right like that was the time yeah it's crazy because um the all except five pairs of extra smalls were gone in under five minutes Damn. by ten twenty, the site was completely sold out mm. so i was very i was honestly just kind of like in shock watching everything happen because my phone was just blowing, blowing up from up, the shopify yeah. and the mm-hmm. emails and I was just super thankful for like everyone that decided to shop yeah. and support because um, I mean everything that I that I've done aside from just like an athletic standpoint from like social media you know that's very contingent upon everyone that chooses to support me so yeah, it was yeah. just like a, a very like full circle very beautiful moment that I just had so much gratefulness for. Yeah. I was stalking the site. I was waiting for that that time to hit so I can grab. Mm-hmm. I was just like I'm gonna see what these are about, man. I'm gonna see how they measure up, and I've I've been using them ever since. They are better than the Enzers. I appreciate for that. a fraction of the price. I was shocked, dude. Price. My oh my god, they're, they're they're crazy stiff, dude. I wanted to tear my legs off <laughs> for like some of those sessions. Like I was just like like every time I'm just like, dude, get these fucking things off me. <laughs> just like get these. I want to get done with my back downs and get these things oh, off. Oh god, be worried. I'm just like I don't know if I'm have a foot after this. I don't think there's any <laughs> blood, blood in it anymore. I think it's so crazy, like how expensive, like powerlifting like lifting in general equipment is like just compared to all of other sports like mm-hmm. basketball we pay maybe hundred dollars for, for some a pair shoes. Of shoes yeah and that's and it leg sleeve is like 20 like it's so cheap and like belt, how much are the belts like, like 130 250 yeah. up to two like like two no that's, that's 250 that one's 250 and you gotta like pray you can get them in stock too yeah. like i think spd like they dropped like a thinner belt for like 200 yeah 10 millimeters now that one's the 13 yeah like that's just it. so crazy to me yeah like that's a lot of money for some gear bro especially for the stuff that's like good like because spd like patenting the bucket the ugh, the buckle style yeah that way like nobody that's why every other brand you have to use like a screwdriver except for pioneer right i yeah. will say pioneer like found a way around it made an adjustable buckle mm-hmm. for pr- pretty cheap they as far as that as well yeah as far as lever belts go like pretty pretty damn cheap like i think it's like 130 bucks or something mm-hmm. like that i've recommended that to a couple of my buddies because i'm just like unless like you're like super competitively powerlifting grab that thing instead of grabbing yeah. that yeah that spd belt. it's just not worth it i mean it's all just if it worked for you it's fine you know you see a7 and then pioneer they're coming out with their own versions of adjustable lev- lever belts and then i mean once that patents up and i think like I think another like five ten years, you know that yeah, that design dude. will be free reign for anyone to. I didn't even know they expired. I didn't know that. Yeah, so the way patents work is they're good for like a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. and then and then people can use said design. So like for example, 
um, with SPD's knee sleeve. It has like a double helix spiral going across, or it's not a double helix, just a single helix reverse spiral going around from the top of the uh, knee joint all the way to the bottom of the calf on the other side. Is that their new one that they just released? Or well, is that that's that's one? just the stitching pattern that they've that they've had on their sleeve in general. Okay, okay, okay. It's just the stitching pattern that's patented right now by. Like the end of by like 2030 at the latest, I forget what year it is exactly. Um, that that patent won't won't be valid anymore, so yeah. other people can because I might crazy. be wrong, but I I take economics in uh, college right now, and um, pretty sure like they create they made it so patents expire, so like there's not a lot of monopolies in yeah, the market, yeah, they don't like, want to have monopolies, yeah, because you know? like if if there's a monopoly, like that like they're a price maker and a taker like they they can make the price whatever they want and the market can't crash because they're the only one that sells that type yeah. of thing you know what i mean mm -hmm. so that's crazy i didn't even i didn't even know that was something you'd have to worry about with a knee sleeve like the way they stitch it and stuff like yeah you gotta do your due diligence yeah especially for you because you're you're trying to manufacture it now yeah you're i'm trying not trying to, to have it. a cease and desist yeah sent to you see uh like nick bro like one of, one of our friend has his own uh clothing brand mm -hmm. and um it's called v santana and he he had to add like so one of his hoodies have just says santana on the front mm -hmm. and he had to add like a small little v so he didn't get like in uh, trouble yeah for it because, because it's like a band i believe yeah. oh is yeah, it yeah, yeah, okay yeah. interesting so, yeah so, like, segueing, he, he talked about college. So, you went to college at Penn State. Mm -hmm. um, like, did you, like, what did you go for? Like, did you finish it? Like, is obviously now you're somewhere with lifting. Like, right. did, was that after the fact? Or is that something that you achieved during school? And you're like, no, I don't need school anymore. Fucking, I'm, I'm balling right now. Mm -hmm. I'm a dog. Well, I grew up in Westchester. And... Um, I was looking at different schools. I was looking at Villanova. I was looking at Temple. And I was looking at Penn State. And I knew I wanted to go for business. Okay. And uh, I ultimately decided on Penn State. And um, that summer, essentially, I mean, I'll give you a bit more than you asked for, just because I think this will probably come up at some point. No, but, more is better than less. Um, my friend had the Instagram username at Weez at the time. Okay. And it was because when social media platforms first come out, people raced to make as many as what they call like OG usernames as possible. Okay. And so like for example, someone will secure like at Troy or like at Belt or some shit. You okay. know what I mean? Just yeah. random words. Mm -hmm. At iPhone. Yeah, just something without any like anything you have to add to the back of it to kind of might ruin it. Exactly that. Yeah. Because they have hopes of selling it eventually for profit. Okay, that makes sense. That's so my friend had at Wheeze. And at the time my name was just like Sean underscore Mills with like maybe a one or some shit. Yeah. And I just asked him, I'm like, how much for that at? Just because I wanted something unique, right? And he like sold it to me for twenty bucks. So I went through my whole year at Penn State, just training, working out with um, the powerlifting team. Because, I mean, I always kind of did squat bench and deadlift in high school growing up. But it was when I went to college and I met my best friend, Joe, who was like, no, you can actually, like, be something. Thing, like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, you can use actually, it. like, for yeah. real do this. And so that's when I started working out in the rec center, posting my lifts. Because um, I never, like, posted my lifts prior because um, uh, I used to post my lifting in, like, or I, I used to, like, lift in high school or whatever, but I never posted it because uh, kids would make fun of me. Right? Yeah. And, there. Yeah. And, like, I started going to the gym in high school. Like, I, I now, like, social media is much trendier and, like. Absolutely. Social media is social media, and like going to the gym is cool. Yeah, you know what I mean. To like, an extent, now they still make money. I, I yeah. understand, yeah. but like to the niche, like to to us, yeah. like I guess, like yeah. But what I'm saying is, you see far more and more people getting into the gym that Absolutely. otherwise would not have. In the sense where, like, social media blew it up. Yeah, because it's because of social media and it's trendy now. But yeah. like this was not the case when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. So when I went to Penn State and I started posting my lifting and uh, my Instagram name changed. I started, I started like just building traction, just a like at Penn State, just working because kids would just see me in the rec center, like squatting like six hundred pounds, like what the fuck. Yeah, yeah. And then that's when COVID hit, and COVID locked us down. Mm. 
And then I kept posting my lifting. I need a call right now, am I there? Um, I started posting my lifting and that was when I started to like build some traction. I was just training in my basement and that's when I started to like build traction on social media, like okay. within the context of powerlifting. Okay. And that's like kind of like when my entire life changed. And um, meanwhile, like I'm still going to Penn State, I'm still taking my classes there, but like I'm competing and I'm putting my training first and I'm prioritizing that. And then um, we get it, we fast forward to around junior year. And at the time I, I was going for marketing at Penn State, okay. which is like a bullshit degree <laughs> in the sense where like the way that uh, marketing is taught is how marketing was done about like 10, 15 years ago, you yeah. know, because the, the curriculum always gets updated late. Mm -hmm. So I was being taught outdated material and I'm like, I, I'm learning far more about marketing through social media and through myself rather than like in the classroom. Mm -hmm. you know? That's why like I never really placed too much weight on, um, on like what certain people had to say with certain things. Cause I'm like, I just, I know this better myself or, yeah. Um, like I was flipping shoes like at the time and I was learning shit through there. He I was, was too. I was doing like a bunch of shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was the move, bro. That was, <laughs> he was flipping shoes back in the day too. Yeah, that was my thing in high school. Yeah, yeah. So I just I I always learned and placed more weight on what I had going on personally rather than like what somebody else told me I should care about or what they told me I should do. Okay. And so it was around mid towards the end of junior year where I FaceTimed my friend Dion, who currently resides in Houston, who was the designer for Better. Okay. Mm. And he convinced, and because uh, essentially what happened was I was sitting in my business law class and the professor asked everyone to raise their hand as to who had a summer internship lineup, lined up for them. Okay. And pretty much like everyone raised their hand except for me because I was honestly spending all my time lifting and making uh, like hundreds of thousands of dollars through crypto, like and NFTs and shit. You know, so, like, did I didn't that. really care about classes. And yeah, that. I bro just, was gonna get that bread. I no matter really how. Damn, <laughs> didn't know Weez was a hustler like that, bro. I didn't know he was like that, <laughs> That's bro. What I'm saying like most people don't know, but because like I don't really be advertising it like that. Yeah, yeah. I was. I I had no clue you had you did anything with NFTs or crypto. Right. Yeah. That's fucking I was making, fire. Yeah. <laughs> That's fire. so fucking fire. Mm -hmm. So the professor uh, asked who had an internship and um i went home that night and i like had like an anxiety attack because i'm like holy shit like i've been here for three years am i like everyone's doing one thing but i'm doing something different am i mm -hmm. doing the wrong thing what am i doing and it was like this big like internal struggle mm -hmm. but i knew that i didn't want to spend my time doing something that i didn't find fulfilling or any something that i already cared about yeah. so that's when i facetimed dion going back to that and i talked to him about the idea of coming down to houston for the summer and working for the brand. Like I didn't know what that was going to entail or what that was going to be like or what I was even gonna do, but I knew that I wanted to be in Houston and that I didn't want to spend another summer here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, he gave me some words of encouragement and then eventually I talked to Russ and that's when they gave me the opportunity to go down there and uh, see what it was all about. And that was the summer that the brand really blew up and um, a lot of good things happened and towards the end of the summer because they were kind of cracking jokes when i got down there they're like oh yeah he's not going to go back at the end of the summer shit's going to be so different like there's no way he's going to go back mm -hmm. but eventually i was met with like a full-time job offer and it was good money and i and i was looking at it and i said this is exactly where i want to be but i'm just here a year earlier in the sense where i can go back to school and finish my degree and then come back here but somebody's gonna have to fill my spot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I would have lost opportunity. the opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And I told myself, you know, school's always gonna be there, but opportunities aren't. Yeah. Nah, facts. Sure. So that's when that I facts. I bet on myself and I decided to stay down there. Mm hmm And uh it worked out for the better. But um <laughs> No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the best part. I love that about that brand is they can just throw better with 
anything, right, yeah. better the better podcast, yeah, the yeah. better brand. Like the, I think that is like Russ was smart for doing that. I don't know yeah. if he came up with it, but if he did, that was clever as fuck because he, that motherfucker could throw better with mm-hmm. literally <laughs> anything. He doesn't have to think about a name for anything right, anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's just like this is the better this, the better that. Could I actually? Could we pause real quick? My dad's like blowing up my phone. I want to get back to him real quick. Yeah, sure. A few moments later. So like, yeah, I mean, I dropped out. Um, like I said, like school's always gonna be there if yeah. I want to go back and finish. But right now, it just doesn't suit me to do that. Yeah. yeah, got you. So, so it's it's still on the back burner right now as we speak. It's not something that you've like yeah, re-entered I, to. Okay, I have like one semester, two semesters left to finish. Mm. Okay, it's nothing big. Yeah, it's nothing. Big. Can can you do that online or like does it? Do you have to go back to? Penn I could State do it online, it? but I think the motivation for, for doing it in person is just that much better in the sense True. where like, I mean, I I tried taking online classes, but given like what i had to do at the time and like my workload it just didn't make sense for me to and like um going like taking online classes right now like if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it all the way like i'm gonna get back in person absolutely yeah, that's you know? true that's true Which um but it just doesn't make sense to given like what i got going on right now because i'm gonna the, the degree is not really gonna do anything for me yeah that's yeah. true that's you know true. so it's it's just not really in my interest got you so you um you're also coached by Joey Flex, mm-hmm. which is nothing to fucking sneeze at. It's a big <laughs> deal. Um, where where in your journey did that come along, and what was that like? Because he handpicks his athletes. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't just get to text Joey and be like, hey, can you coach me? Yeah, it's not like he has inquiries constantly. Yeah, right? exactly. So, like, how, how did that come along? Um, well, kind of like going back to me being a freshman at Penn State, and when my best friend Joe told me at the time that I had the potential to, to really do this um, and, like, be, be like, one of the best at it, he kind of already was – because he, he had been powerlifting since, what, like, 2016? Okay. And he was already familiar with, like, many of the people in the game, you know? Like, he knew about Russ, Joey. Um, and, like, he told me about these two coaches named Joey Flex and Sean Noriega. And I literally like emailed them both at the same time with like the exact same copy and paste. Fresh copy and paste. I swear to God. That's fine. Should have just CC'd both of them. I know. <laughs> um, and so like there could be like an alternate universe for sure right now where like I had just like was coached by Sean Noriega the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I had emailed both of them at the same time. And Joey got back to me, like, the next day, while Sean got back to me, like, a week and a half later. Uh-huh. You know, so since Joey first got back come, to me first, first <laughs> yeah, I was just, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this, you know. So we started working together in around, like, January or February of 2020. And it's been coming up on four years now. It's crazy. Yeah, that's, oh, that's fire. Mm-hmm. What's what's that like being coached by him? Like, is is there everything you ever hoped it would be? Yeah, <laughs> I want to live vicariously <laughs> right, for you yeah, for a second. No. I mean, no, Joey's a great guy. I I see him as kind of like a like a father figure role in my mm-hmm. life, and um, like he and I talk about like I think the vast majority of our relationship like far exceeds powerlifting in the sense where like. 90% of the time I'm talking to him, like, we're not talking about powerlifting. We're Which talking is, yeah. about, like, crypto, like, shit going oh, on Oh, shit, Joey's down on that yeah, with it. Yeah, Sweet, shit, dude. Yeah. Um, like, just, I don't know, random shit that doesn't yeah. really, really pertain to powerlifting. I'd say, like, powerlifting kind of, like, encapsulates maybe, like, 10% so, of, like, yeah. what we really talk about. But you guys have, like, a real relationship. Oh, yeah. Outside of just Which is yeah. so, so important. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, important. it's a very beautiful thing. I'm very, very, very grateful for him and everything he's done for me. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. So I believe the last I, – I could be wrong, and I think I am wrong. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I want to say your last meet was when you went to Korea, but I, I know it's not. No, I it swear was. – really? I could have swore you had one. Uh, after that, and I'm just forgetting it. No, but, um, the last one was in Korea. Yeah, so you you went to Korea with Russ. Mm-hmm. You had you wore that fire Givenchy fit. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. dude. That black fit you had on, dude, for for weigh-ins, that was fire. One of the top five fits, fire. That fit was fire, dude. I saw. That. I was like, God damn, bro. Him and Wes really out there 
stepping. <laughs> Russ and him are stepping, bro. You posted those pictures. I was like, fuck, dude. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is better than shit they be wearing to these NBA games, bro. Yeah, Weez was out there, bro. The pictures went crazy. Dude, I felt, I, I honestly, it's so funny, bro. I felt like I was in a motherfucking movie. Dude, the pictures look crazy. Like yeah. where you were in the middle of the street. I was like, this looks like some fucking Matrix dude. shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, Matrix yeah. Shit. Was it like, like neon lights in the bag or some shit? Dude, I, it was I like he was like in the middle of the city streets, dude. Yeah. And it this like all black, like trend. Co. He got the Da Vinci shades on yeah. and oh, a black shit. mask on because oh, COVID was still kind of going. Oh good. my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah, it was fire. Yeah, it was a great time over yeah. there. Very thankful for the uh, for the Koreans having us out there. It was a great time. Yeah, that that meet looked awesome. The ways they set it up looked freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. And you um and you haven't competed since. So like, when's do you have anything planned right now? Like, are you looking at different federations maybe? Or, like, what's going into the decision-making process right now of when you're next going to compete? Yeah. Um, so, I was going to do Corrupted Strength, the CSC. Oh, yeah. Um, this this November, obviously, I canceled. Got canceled, yep. But that was going to be, uh, likely, my last USAPL meet. Okay. So... I mean, aside from that, like, the plans really haven't changed. Um, I plan to go to the IPF. Yeah, I, I know you've talked about it briefly on your IG story. Mm-hmm. I've peeped it. So, like, now that the that Corrupted Classic has been canceled, are you still going to look for one USAPL me, or are you just rapping to say, we're going to Worlds? Like, we're we're going we're gonna to go to PA Nats and then try to go to Worlds, yeah. I try. Think, I think you got that, my guy. Yeah. I <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I think you I got like that, humble, bro. Yeah, absolutely. But I think, I, think you, I think you'd be all right, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> Educate me a little bit on Worlds because, like, I don't okay. know right, a lot yeah, about powerlifting. Yeah. Right. So there's um there's federations. He he probably knows it way better than I do. But there's there's federations, and the IPF is like, I I'd say like the for natural for untested listeners, I say that's like the cream to the crop. That's yeah. like the Super Bowl of powerlifting. I think you can explain it better. Than yeah. That. So essentially, what it is is there's like the World Federation called the IPF, the International Powerlifting Federation. Okay. And comprising of that federation are other smaller IPF affiliated federations that mm-hmm. are reside in each country that all these lifters compete at and the best of each of those federations competes at IPF Worlds, which okay. is like the world meet. And USAPL is the big federation here. They used to be a part of the IPF, but due to some disagreements in drug testing protocols and things of that nature, a lot of political bullshit, mm-hmm. the USAPL was banned from the IPF. Mm. So as a result, there was a new IPF affiliate in the U.S. created called Powerlifting America. Okay. So that's kind of what I mean when I refer to like going to Powerlifting America Nationals and then going to Worlds after, because you first have to be the best in one federation to move on to the next. So it's like a bunch of leagues, basically. Exactly. In a sense. In a yeah. sense. Yeah, exactly yeah. that, yeah. Like some a, of them like a like giant tournament. Yeah, yeah it's like similar yeah. to soccer. Yeah. 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 yeah, so like some of them have like uh, different bars. Like I know IPF. I know, see, I know you balling out here. This is this is a joke I make all the time is you have your own Alico power bar. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how you know you balling, bro. That's like right. a $1,200 bar. Yeah. <laughs> like when you got your own I, IPF approved Alico bar, that's how you know you're balling. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just... um. You know, from to most people, you know, spending that much money on a barbell seems crazy, you know. But um, I just, um, if I have the means to get my training to be more accurate or more to the standard of what a meet's going to be in, Absolutely. and I can get the exact same bar that I'm going to be lifting on on the day of competition, I don't mind paying or doing whatever I can do if it's within my capabilities Absolutely. to be able to do that. Yeah, but, you know, abso- absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you're so you're gonna look you're gonna look to go to world. So do you have any aspirations of possibly ending up on that Sheffield stage? You know that's very new and it's it's huge. Mm-hmm. You know it's it's it was a big deal last year. The first one they ran. Obviously, you can't do this one because it's all like filled out. But is right. that something down the road that you're gonna look to set your eyes on? If if that's what's in the cards for me, yeah. You know, I I would love to do that. I'd be. If I have the opportunity and it's presented to me and I work hard enough as an athlete, that's definitely an aspiration of mine, you know. But um, I think um, I've kind of more so adopted the outlook where um, what's going to happen is going to happen. You know, you're kind of along for the ride Mm -hmm. and you're going to do what you're going to do. And like 90% of 
life or what happens to you or 90 percent of what your life looks like is kind of what happens to you and the other 10 percent is how you react so okay. if the stars all that's align and I bar get, that's a bar <laughs> bar get that for somebody bar, or are we quoting you wheeze. damn i don't know where i heard that from but Dude, I've, a, I've been saying oh well we gonna, we're gonna quote you that's fire, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna that's quote fire. You. that was crazy <laughs> bar. that's fire um but yeah no i if that's what comes my way, and hopefully I, I I do what I need to do as an athlete to be put in a position to do that, that's then I'd I'd love to be in that position. You mm -hmm. know, I just I just kind of my whole point in bringing that up was I don't really know what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, know? that's like, fair. You're just ready fair. for anything that comes at you. that comes right. your way. Absolutely, exactly that. Exactly that. I feel that. I feel that for sure. Yeah. So like some athletes have um have goals obviously with like their totals, numbers they want to hit, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Do you have any of those right now that maybe you're looking to hit in 2024? Is there like a total maybe you're chasing at the moment? Yeah, I definitely want a total 2K or 907.5 kilos. There you go. Because um, my best total in training was 880. Which is like like low nineteen hundreds. Mm -hmm. I honestly, it's to the point where like I've kind of rewired my brain to only think in kilos. I don't really know the pounds yeah, dude, of anything. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to get that to that <laughs> point. I'm, I really am. It gets to the because I mean I used to train on pound plates and I just bought my bought, my, bought myself kilos and forced myself to get used to that. Um, I've been using that power build that app because like that's what like. That's yeah, the that's what the federations okay. use is the is the kilos. Yeah, so. I got the app, I'm, <laughs> dude. I'm stupid. Right. Like, so is, I'm is like the red plate like equal to like a 45 pound? Plate? 55 no, pounds. it's 55, so it's 55 pounds. pounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they got like it's interesting. It's so bro. weird that's on so, the. That's so weird. It's yeah. so weird because like if because they have like a they have a pound variation, then they have a kilos variation yeah, it's too weird. It's weird. so like technically we're the weird ones because we're the only ones not on the metric system okay you know? yeah. yeah yeah that's true that's yeah true. we are like why the fuck yeah. are we using 45 pounds why, yeah. why 45 yeah it's true you know, so i can mean? look better squatting four <laughs> plates instead, right? yeah. instead of three reds that's what it is yeah. Facts. That, yeah. that's that's really facts, bro. It's, a big, <laughs> it's a big dampener when i when i first pulled four plates here at uh when I went to Powerville, I asked Serge if we could pull on pound plates instead. That's I got so lucky; good. there was no kilos. <laughs> he was like, "Dude, like, dude, fuck no, we're not pulling on pound plates." <laughs> That's so hilarious, bro. Oh so, yeah. So like, obviously, you got a lot of stuff going for you. You know, like like you said, you said recently, recently, you just had like a dark time in your life where it was like really hard. So like, what keeps you like motivated? Like, what keeps you going? Like, is it just the love for everything, or is there something deeper? Um, this is something that I've kind of like always told myself through um, thick and thin, you know, and it's not even like motivation or drive or like maybe it's discipline. I don't know. But yeah. like the only thing I tell myself is you just have to keep moving forward. Yeah. You yeah. have to keep moving forward, like no matter what happens, because what are you going to do? Stop and give up? Yeah. Yeah. You can't do Fair. that. It's not yeah. an option. It's not. Um, like, it, that's just, like, the voice that's, like, in the back of my head that I tell myself, you know, like, keep, I, you just have to keep moving forward. And then, like, at the end of the day, are you going to win or are you going to lose? Yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> nothing else matters aside from if you just boil it down to that. If some bullshit happens to you... Whatever life, ha whatever life throws your way, there's some death, illness, sickness, injury, betrayal, heartbreak, whatever. Are you going to let that stop you from what you need to do as an individual to get from point A to point B? And if you're going to let that stop you from doing what you need to do as a man, then it's just not cut out for you. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's it's either do it or you don't do it. You know that's that's really the way I look at it. I definitely feel that because like I feel all my life like growing up as a basketball player, like I've always had times where I'm just like, bro, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Like I'm done. But like I I I can't let myself be done. Yeah. Like there's something else in me that's like, no, bro, doesn't you're not allow done. It. Like allow just it. keep going, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. I definitely feel that 100 percent, bro. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Going back to the um to your brand with stiff sleeve and some we talked about way earlier mm -hmm. with your new brand like what's what's the like because like you can obviously tell if anyone follows you, you can always tell you love fashion mm -hmm. you know considering you you know the way you dress the way you express yourself you know you do a lot of the designing for the better brand so like what's you know what's your long-term goal with fashion design and like also how did you just like 
what got you into that? Like, how did you come along with fashion? Like, what, like, pushed you in that direction? Um, well, I feel like my entire life, I never really fit in. And I've kind of, like, felt like an outcast or, like, an outlier or that I wasn't really like everyone else the entirety of my life for better or for worse, you know? And, um, you know, I don't, I've yet to kind of really figure out why that is. It's something I've talked to a therapist about as to kind of why I feel just like different. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the ways that I felt different was that like, I'm not a very, I'm not a very verbal person. Right. In the mm-hmm. sense where I've always been um, growing up very to myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, I suffered from, like, I, and I still do, suffer from, like, pretty bad social anxiety. Um, I, I just, like, for many reasons, I did not feel like everyone else. I didn't feel like I, like, communicated or, like, expressed myself like everyone else. And just kind of one of the ways that I always did express myself was through the way I dressed. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like that's something that a lot of people can relate to, um, whether it regards to people involved in fashion or any other form of art or anything. You know, they kind of use it as like a form of self-expression rather than anything else. Just like kind of like the way I dress now is kind of like more so a reflection of like the w- of who I feel I am and the way that I think and the way, my emotions and things of that nature, you know what I mean? So um, I've kind of, ever since uh, college, kind of been unapologetically myself in terms of uh, the way that I carry myself. Um, like my hair, I used to have like very long hair, like down in my shoulders. Oh, damn, I mean, really? Yeah, like freshman year of college. Yeah, it's, I just it's still pretty long. Yeah, it's still pretty long. You got the mullet going right now, don't you? I got the mullet right now. And like, yeah. I was, I think I made the mullet like pretty iconic within like <laughs> fitness in general. It's a true statement. It's yeah. True. I like the mullet. Yeah. I like mullets, bro. Because everything comes in circles, you know? Like the mullet used to be popular and like from like the 80s or 70s yeah, or whatever it was and everything history does repeat itself and uh i think i've kind of made that like my look for the foreseeable future i don't yeah. know how long i'll have that for but i mean you I've had always, it for a grip bro yeah for you're a keeping now. it you're, you're staying now. loyal like a lot of people like <laughs> let it die you're just like nah dude i'm, still going. I'm, I'm going because i think it. i've made a part of my brand you know oh, yeah. what I'm mm-hmm. so, hey dude you rock the shit out of it dude i appreciate you that. do yeah. you're not like one of these dudes that like tried it and just it doesn't look bad and they're dying with it nah dude you you That's fucking rock that. He has like his own aesthetic. Like, yeah, it's, exactly. It's, that. It's the mullet him. is a part of him. Like he you is said, a part that's of the his mullet. whole point. Is like yeah. for it to just be him. Yeah, like that's his whole point. You, you get it. Yeah, literally. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, what's the what's the long like what's the long term goal now with the new brand coming like down the road with it? To really see where I can take it, and I want I want to, especially with. Well, with Stiff Sleeve, I want that to be the kind of like the gateway for much more people to be able to get into the sport, have top of the line equipment, and not have to break the bank for it. You know what I mean? Because I'm very that uh, I'm very fortunate myself to be able to like I I I can if I want to buy an Alico bar, I can buy an Alico bar. If I need if I want to get these sleeves or this singlet or whatever, I can do that. But not, not everybody. Not has everyone that has that ability. luxury. Yeah. yeah. You want them to have what you didn't have, maybe when you were younger, when you were starting to get into exactly it. Exactly that. You Absolutely. know, like Kinda I don't like want people your... to have to get some like shitty pair of like I'm not even gonna drop a brand name because I'm not gonna do that. But like any like shitty pair of sleeves with bell or whatever. You know, like mm-hmm. the, like these are cheaper than a pair of SBD sleeves, yep. which is like the industry the industry the standard, standard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's that's really why I did that, and I wanna I just wanna keep keep scaling that and growing that and just see where I can take it. That's kind of like, like Shaquille O'Neal. Like that's why his oh, shoes yeah, are so yeah, cheap yeah, because yeah. all these other athletes is like hundred plus dollars for a pair of basketball shoes. Mm-hmm. But Shaq said, no, I'll make my shoes $25. Sell them in Walmart for the kids. Walmart for the kids. Yeah. Like can't, afford that luxury. Mm-hmm. So, that's yeah. respect. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely fuck with that heavy bro. Yeah. And then with, um, with worker, I I really want to see where I can take that in the sense where 
I've done all the parts of growing somebody else's company. True. You know, yeah, yeah. You've, for you, them. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You've worked And that. not for myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know how everything's done. I know the manufacturers. I know the marketing. I know the design. Yeah. What I want to do now is I want to take all of that and put it together and do it for myself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And one, like, with, like, a clothing brand, it goes far beyond the clothes and in reality it's really not about the clothes Mm -hmm. because there's a million clothing brands out there exactly but who's wearing them exactly right with worker it's more so about creating a world that uh, from the outside looking in someone can look into and see what this world is about See, see what this like. If there's like a list of commandments or like morals or yeah. values and and like traditions or and just like themes of that brand that are like uh, visually and like visually iconic, but then also very representative of said brand and kind of what that brand stands for. Okay, you know, I want to give people who never really felt like they belonged with everyone else Mm -hmm. for better or for worse, kind of like an identity that they can attach themselves to. Because that's, that's what I would, that's what I would have wanted if I was, if I was younger, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I would have wanted that person to look to and kind of confide in and kind of like that person to like carry that torch and like follow them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I kind of, I tell myself, like, be the person you wish, be the person you needed when you were younger. Yeah, that's fine. That's that fine. God damn, God please. Damn. Jeez. And um, with Worker, I want to, I want to be that, that voice or that, that force mm-hmm. for people to kind of follow under that umbrella and like, ha- be that identity for people to identify with mm-hmm. and kind of like, create a movement. Create like create yeah. a community for all these people to come together. And, it's all about community. Yeah, Every, yeah. Everything is community. That's great. All these people that don't feel as if they belong, like mm-hmm. create something. For but them. not even just the fact that you didn't feel like you belonged. Be like, I didn't belong, and like, yeah, I caught shit for it. Whatever, like. It was, you know, because the shit hurts. Everyone wants to belong somewhere. Everyone Facts, wants absolutely. to, nobody yeah. wants to be alone. Everyone nobody. wants to be like a part of something bigger than them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like through that pain, through that adversity, what I'm going to do, and this is where the name comes in, I'm going to outwork everyone else that I know. Mm-hmm. Everyone in school, every, anyone that I grew up with, anyone who didn't believe in what I, what I was doing, who didn't see the vision. I'm going to work harder than every single one of them, and I'm going to show them that they fucked up by not believing in me. Absolutely. And I'm going to put it all on the line, and this is going to be the finished result as a a part of it. I just want, through me experiencing that and me growing up through that, this is like the physical manifestation of that. Absolutely. I I spent some time, like, I, I struggled with something similar to that, where we're from, like, we don't have very good options for gyms. Mm-hmm. Like, we have, like, just commercial gyms and, like, a YMCA, which is, like, the same thing. Right. But it's, like, I noticed, like, I started going there, like, when I was young and, like, don't take your shirt off. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't pull without crash pads. Don't, like, all these things set to, like, I just make it. you, like, the grandma on the treadmill, basically. Mm-hmm. And, like, I started... I had to I had to leave one of the gyms and I went to like the only other one in the community and I worked out there for like a year. I was making social media content and everything and like mm-hmm. one day um I'm deadlifting like I normally do and like one of the trainers in there like asked me to like move my equipment into another area because like it was too loud and she was like, trying to do like a public session in a public mm-hmm. gym in a public area. Yeah. And retarded. yeah, so I got a text the next morning from the gym owner and the gym owner's like Hey, I'm not I'm not allowing tripods anymore. Da, da, da. And it's just like I'm I'm looking at this and I'm like I wasn't even gonna post because I got that video mic'd up. I had recently gotten like mic'd up 
uh, the, like the road Bluetooth ones mm-hmm. that got really big at the time. Yeah. And I wasn't even going to post it just like out of respect for the gym owner. Cause I liked him. Mm-hmm. And then like, after seeing that, like seeing how quick he was to like turn his back to me and stuff, you know, yeah. after all the people like I brought, you know, over to that gym and promoted his gym. Cause I thought he was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I like that, like it's hurt. a slap in the face. It's, it hurts. So it's I was, a slap in the face. I posted it. Um, and I put my phone in my pocket. I was at work and I knew it was going to blow up. Cause you just know something like that know, on yeah. TikTok, like the algorithm. That eats shit that went hella viral too. Yeah. I opened up my phone, millions and millions of views. Like, mm-hmm. but that didn't change the fact that like, I have to, I have to drive like 25 minutes now to go to a gym. And like, even then it's still like a commercial gym. Like there's, but like we've put some powerlifting equipment in it, but like, I still don't, you know, it's hard to feel like you belong in there while there's other there's no like-minded people really in there. So like, right. I know how it feels, you know, you, you're not like, and then I come here, I visit power build. I visit uh, iron revolution. You see all these other people. Like I remember the first time I walked in there, I was like, man, everybody's got a tripod. Everybody's got a camera. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing this. Everybody's doing that. Everyone's and trying to make something. On exactly. Those. And it's like, I really wish I could like be in this environment on a consistent level, like around these like-minded people, you know, and, mm-hmm. and grow in that environment. So, but that made you go like just the fact that that happened. Cause that, Happened the same thing with me. With yeah. The first gym I went to, they like told me I couldn't like deadlift there or some shit. You know, it, it was like this trainer who like, I, I was a freshman in high school. I was stronger than him, and like all the trainers didn't like me because I was outlifting all of them. Um, that chip on my shoulder and like them telling me that I can't do this or that I'm not allowed to do this, it made me go that much harder. And it's like, all right, well I'm gonna put myself in an environment where I'm gonna thrive and that I'm gonna outgrow this shit right here. You know, mm-hmm. so like. It's something that, like, it's like a universal message that perpetuates itself. Absolutely. Know, I, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. I was about to say, Troy, you definitely do go through that. Because, like, for real, for real, in our area, Troy's, like, really the only powerlifter for real, mm-hmm. for real. Like, you don't see that. Except like, for, around. actually, you will know the other guy from our area, Isaac Whistler. Yeah. He's a team of yours. He's from mm-hmm. Meadville, yeah. Shout like, same Isaac. school, everything. Yeah, shout out Isaac, man. He's he's cool. I've, Good dude. I'll be trying to get a session in with him, but he's, he like. He bought a house. He, did he really? Yeah. He's, yeah. like, never. He's just, like, never on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so he, like, he stays yeah, out the way. He stays, yeah. Isaac stays out the way, dude. Yeah, I like, so him. it's it's yeah, I respect it. He just won Nats, you know. Shout out to him for mm-hmm. winning that. He had an amazing performance. I'd love to get a session with him sometime. Mm-hmm. Pick up some that Joey that Joey Flex knowledge. See if I can get you some game for yeah, sure. See if I can get in on that. But yeah, dude, like there's just there's not a lot of it, and like especially when I started doing like the social media, I was just like I started posting daily and stuff, and like I was it was like my senior year of high school, and like. Everybody would like crack jokes at me, this, that, the third. Like, I like there's, I remember I was in like foods class once and like some girl posted something like a stick figure drawing, like on the whiteboard, like and put my at next to it and like posted on our story. Thought it was like some funny shit. It's just like, it's lame, bro. It's lame, yeah. And I was lame as hell. It's like, there's like, I feel like to the, to the people on the outside looking in at the fitness community nowadays, especially with what social media has done with it. Like, I think I don't, I don't like relate to a lot of like 60% of like some of the really corny stuff that our gym community does put out on the internet. Yeah. Cause like we do put some corny shit out there. I like, know. like, and, the it, whole and it gives, narrative. yeah, like there, there's some like really corny gym bro trends and narratives that get put out there. Like, and yeah. like, there are definitely a lot of people like that in the community nowadays that yeah. kind of like mess with guys that are more like laid back and not like yeah shit got really cringe it. for sure <laughs> absolutely and it makes me like not because i don't like like doing the trends or like posting like everyone else absolutely because yeah. i just think it's corny so yeah. that's why i just kind of like do my own yeah. thing and i kind of always have because I've, I've found a lot of them on tiktok and i've just been like this is so corny yeah, like like i don't even like even for the sake of like having a video to post tomorrow i don't want to do it because mm-hmm. it's it's just so corny and i think a lot of that has to do with like a lot of the guys that have came in you know recently in the industry not that it's like they're cringy in themselves or like the guys like trend twins and guys like that who have come mm-hmm. in and it's like i think kids that have taken their message to the extreme i guess per se yeah and like just made it corny through mm-hmm. through that yeah i mean it just naturally happens you know but what are you gonna do because i mean at least people are getting into the gym absolutely know? yeah it is really nice to see like social media take it because i feel like you know when we look at it like maybe maybe when you started like the money and ha- owning a gym was probably from like the old lady that walks on the treadmill two to three times a week. Yeah, and it, now just, it's, it became so much more trendier, yeah. and it's cool. like it is cool to go to the gym now. It did not yeah. used to be cool. It was to go not to the cool. Gym. Yeah, 
so it's now, so crazy to me that it wasn't cool back then because yeah. like that's just like people so get made fun of for going to the gym absolutely like, like, not absolutely. be fit like i don't understand that yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it it's, make no sense bro mm-hmm. and now that now the money's in the youth because of social media like so many kids like they just want to go there get a pump and like take a picture in the mirror like now you have people getting into the gym for the wrong reasons absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely you know i think it's i think it's thanks to guys like you that like have put that stuff on social media and that have shown like you know that balance between you know being mature while also being you know you don't have to be like crazy out of whack to like do this in a mature way. I try to way. just keep it real. I just try yeah. to keep it real. I try mm-hmm. to keep it realistic, and I try to, I try to show what other what what's possible to other people. Absolutely. And however people want to interpret my content, they can. You know, because um, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't like me, <laughs> you know, so I mean, the, you're not, you're not going to be for everyone, you know, yeah, so yeah. you can just really stay true to yourself and uh, people are going to react how they react, you know, but that's really for them to deal with, you know. I think you're definitely like one of the more genuine guys out there right now, because I think it's like uh, other than like Sam Solok, who's came in like recently, I think that's about as genuine as it gets right yeah. there. <laughs> that dude, yeah, that, that dude couldn't lie if you fucking paid him. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna grab this giant jug of co- chocolate milk now. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad he blew up. Yeah, that's what exactly what fitness needs that's at a time. Like exactly, because you know, you we I feel like we've had so many guys that have came in recently and just like just kind of had a, a like un probably like not purposely just had a bad influence on like the younger generation just because their inability to interpret certain things and mm-hmm. just take things to the extreme. Right. I've I think I like I know it's like Lex Little's a great example. I like how he um like when Lex is like off program or like just like not doing very well with his training, he just keeps it a buck. And he's just like, Yeah guys, I've I just haven't been very consistent recently. Mm-hmm. This, that, the third. Like he doesn't lie about it or anything. Like or just put content up for shits. Transparency just, is everything. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I never understood how people just can't keep like it real. Like yeah. I've always been that type of person. Like I'm just keep it real with you. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, Feels- the reality is most people don't keep it real. I know. Yeah. You know, and it's fucked up. But yeah. I mean, so, that's just the world we live in. So you know? in so, any circumstance, people won't keep it real with you. Yeah. It's a mm-hmm. rare it's just, character. It's just crazy. And like so, when you find that characteristic, you gotta cherish it that's within abs- that person. Because most people don't. Because most people don't. Like you can't take talk. that for granted, and you can't take advantage of it either. If somebody's real with you. Don't take advantage of it. Yeah. Like in a bad way. Right. And this is absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what's the What's the future looking like for you now? Moving forward, you sticking in Houston, you got plans in Houston. Like what's is there any like really like big things coming for you this twenty twenty four that just like you wanna get off your chest, you need to let out right now. Put well, everybody on notice in a sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna make twenty twenty four everything that I wanted twenty twenty three to be. Because, mm. I mean I can probably say that 2023 was one of the one of the worst years of my life for sure sorry to hear that man it, it i mean it happens you know no need to mm-hmm. apologize but um 2024 is the year that i put myself first and i prioritize the things that i actually care about and that i want to prioritize whether that be my own physical and mental health, putting that first, because if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. Absolutely. My lifting, because I think for the longest time, my lifting took a back a backseat to me having to prioritize other things, which is fine. It is what it is. But just really taking the time to prioritize being an athlete again and putting my training first. I realized that these past four weeks of training I've had, where I've been much more secluded. Because I stopped going to Corrupted before Corrupted even shut down. Yeah, I noticed you've been going to different gyms recently. Yeah. Um, and, like, I took the time to, like, hop around a couple different gyms. Um, but um, me, I just realized that me training secluded in, like, a closed-off environment with, like, maybe one or two people that, like, are my actual people. Yep, Absolutely. That's the only thing I care about. I don't care about, like, I don't have many friends. Mm -hmm. I have, like, three or four friends. That's it. 
It's good that way sometimes. That's so. all you really need. I don't, I don't think it's, I mean, I'm going to be real. I don't think it is a good thing to have a lot of friends. I don't, I don't think it is. Either. And I might just be jaded, but I don't trust people that have a lot of friends. Because how are you going to be friends with everyone? Yeah. That's unauthentic. Yeah. That's a conflict of interest. Yeah. Because it's not really genuine at that point. Because, like, how are you going to, imagine you're going to a gym and you're friends with this dude over here but then he's friends with the people that don't like you and then some other people over here and then these other old, old boy over here you know what i'm saying like that's Absolutely. not because then you're going to be looking at him like that can't well, match where the up. fuck do you stand yeah where do you stand that can't like, match that doesn't up. that doesn't no make way. any sense it's, it doesn't it's not realistic Absolutely, not. yeah so i'm not i don't trust people that have a whole 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 lot they're friends with everyone i don't trust them I have a I I have a lot of acquaintances. I Absolutely, can do acquaintances, yeah. You can say hi to somebody. I can know? I can keep it cordial with someone. I can say hi to someone, but they're not friends. Mm -hmm. They're not. Absolutely. So, I think twenty twenty four really me just prioritizing myself and the people that I consider close to me and that I can call true friends because mm -hmm. there's very clear characteristics in people that are and aren't your friends. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So really, just taking the time to. Put myself in an environment in that I in a, an environment where I'm not around people that I don't want to be around. Absolutely. Because it's almost like poison. If you're if you're giving your energy or you're around people that don't have your best interest in mind or that just want something from you or want to get something out of you or want to be involved with you for mal malice or like non pure intended reasons. That's going to take away from everything that you're doing. Absolutely. And that's something that I had to learn the hard way over the past year and a half to two years. So 2024 is really just the return to, like, my roots and, like, getting back to what Sean cares about. Absolutely. Prioritizing, prioritizing yourself and seeing what you can do with all that energy. Prioritizing yeah. my mental, my physical, my lifting, my business all that stuff and Wouldn't, that's really what i'm looking forward to yeah i'm actually i'm actually very excited to hear that just mm -hmm. because like not like seeing what you did in 2023 if if that's the case like now to see what you can do while you're prioritizing yourself in 2024 that's like super exciting to just like imagine like the possibilities that you know you can run with mm -hmm. no i appreciate that yeah absolutely i'm especially excited for the brand but you know, just to wrap this out, um, is there, like, anything, like, any message you want to put out there for anyone that may have been in your position at one point or is looking to getting into fashion, powerlifting, designing, like, anything of that nature? Something you would have wanted to tell your younger self, maybe? One, be unapologetically yourself and don't let anyone change that two keep working Indeed. there you go keep working there you go keep working that's gotta be the head down yeah, keep working head down keep Indeed. working that's it there you go that's it there you go well thanks guys for joining us for you know appreciate you coming out, appreciate you coming out dude yeah. absolutely you know who asked who asked <laughs> who asked who asked <laughs>